the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I hope you're having a great weekend. I hope you're thinking about your the word. I hope you're, you're doing amount of the right amount of praying and living by the word and understanding what God's blessings can be on you because of the word, because of the time and fellowship you spend with him. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I give you the praise and the glory for touching, blessing and healing each and every one of these listeners that I have, that they'll heal their emotions, heal their desires, and heal everything from the past to look for the future. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Not let their emotions control everything that they do, but let the Word and the Holy Spirit live and abide in each and every one of them. And I ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you, uh, thank you, listeners out there. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars dot com again. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you know, we're going to work on all kinds of stuff, like always. Uh, I want you a better person. I want you better with your relationships, better with your budget. But you know what? When your budget's out of whack, sometimes relationships got out of whack. Well, they say. Number one cause of divorce is finances. You know, I mean, we need to straighten up our lives. Straight, you know, let's talk about straightening up your credit, maybe. You know, your credit involves so much and so much around you. And if you want to buy something, you want to rent something, you want to do so much. So why don't you clean it up? Now, I just happen to have a guy that's uh, not here, but he's close by here, and he used to work for Dave Ramsey. And if you need to clean your credit up, give me a call on my mobile. Get pen and paper. I'm going to give my mobile out now and later on, 830-708-4789. Sam and Jeremy and Albert's online. Thank you for watching Facebook. Hey, tell your friends to go to Facebook Live and then look at the Facebook. Remember, this show's going to be replayed on Freedom 1160 later. Uh, at 1 p.m. And give us a call. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. Give us a call. There's no dumb questions. Uh, hello, Jerry. Jerry works for me. He's a great guy. And uh, I don't force him to watch me on Facebook, but I guess he does. And uh, we've got Danny and a bunch of other people that, you know, our show is growing and getting better and and uh, we're we're looking for the right time spots. I've got a late show that everybody tells me they don't listen to because it's too late at night at nine o'clock on Saturday night. And tonight I get knocked out by the Spurs anyway. Hello, David Robinson. And so we want to talk about something to just let the wise listen and add to their learning. How much do you learn from other people? Are you so smart, so full of knowledge, you can't take anything in? You know, times change, businesses change. This business, the car business, everybody I talk to that's been out of it five, ten years, I talked to a gentleman last night. He said, you know, there's times I miss the business and there's times I don't. And he says, I know that I've been out of it ten years, and I know that the changes in it has been tremendous. And I said, yeah, and their money's not in it like it used to. The owners and the managers get all the money, and the salesmen and everybody else get cut to the bone. And so, but, you know, the greed comes in, and part of that is because the overhead has gone up so high, it costs so much money to open these businesses. And if you're on Facebook and you got a question, we'll, we'll try to read it and answer it. We'll take questions definitely on Facebook. So you got to understand they've got to make a whole lot of money to clear the overhead. Now, small towns, 
outside the big cities, their overhead's less unless they're stocking up and they've got, you know, $40 million worth of inventory. Well, you know, that's not free. you got to pay interest. you got to pay insurance. Hey, and we got a tornado warning going on right now. We've got possible hailstorms. Well, dealers make a lot of money on hailstorms, and insurance take it in the shorts for once. Once they do. And, I, hey, I've got a building next to me. The Lord's protected me for hell. I'm telling you, he, this dealership has been pounded by hell. They've collected on the roof three times, and they haven't changed it yet. They collect on the cars, and they make a lot of money. And there's a fence between us, and used car dealers can't get real good insurance. They hammer us. You know, they think we're thieves, and most of us are. And so I, it, it just stops right at the fence line. We've got to call her on. We, it stops at the fence line because the Lord protects me. I pray over it. I said, Lord, I need protection on my cars. I don't need them beat up, look like golf balls. I drive one that looks like a golf ball, and I love it. But anyway, it don't hurt me. But I bought it. You know, hell damage don't hurt a car except the image. How's your image, Bubba? Man, I need my image. I look good. Yeah. You need the image. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It, that car don't know who owns it. That car don't know it's beat up, and that car don't care. Yeah. And so, you know, I bought this car cheap. I've been driving it. I've enjoyed it. It's a great car. But sometimes, you know, we have to let our image control what we buy, our image how we look. And so let the wise listen and add to their learning. Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. You know, and so you're prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle and it's a battle. Um, and so don't let desire for something else. Somebody else has something that you don't have. This makes you discontent with what you already have. You're, you're blessed. You've got something. You're not, we're not living in a foreign country where there's nothing at. So don't, don't try to raise your self-esteem by attacking somebody else's brand-new car. Hey, I, I told you, I'll explain it again. A friend of mine pulls up in a $130,000 Mercedes, and he's well off. He said, aren't you jealous of my car? I said, no, I'm jealous of your payment, Bubba. That's what I'm jealous of. So, but anyway, we've got, we got Carlos online. Let me tell you, good morning, Connie, Shirley, and Gary. Hello, Carlos. Uh, who have you gathered up this week? I know you're out helping somebody. You're a blessing to so many people's lives. Good morning, Carlos. Thank you, Mr. Good morning to you, sir. First, I want to say thank you to radio station for all the help they provide to you, to us. Well, they, they're concerned you, about your well-being and your education on buying and selling cars. Second one, thank you for all the advice you give us, the guidance. Thank you to your sponsors, No Parks, Mr. Candy, and other person. Thank you. The, my, my question for you today first is, uh, teach us how, how the beginning we have to see. When we have in mind to buy a car, what I see all my friends and myself, is what is the step we have to follow? The first, like you said, check everything. Well, go to, the easiest way is go to learn to buy and sell cars.com on the Internet. But first thing to do is find out what your credit score is and clean it up. If it's got a problem, I've got a guy that used to work for Dave Ramsey can help you on credit. you got to give me a call, and I'll give you his name and number. And and clean up your credit. Know what you how you stand. Because right now, dealerships make a tremendous amount of money on financing. And it's indirect lending that I've explained before. The credit unions and the bank give the dealers a real cheap rate, and they sell it for more, and that's all free profit to you. So if you've got outside financing done by your credit union, you're going to save a lot of money. And you're going to be prepared, and you're going to understand what's going on. So clean up your credit, look at the score, then go talk to a bunch of uh, banks and credit unions and get find out what you can buy, what the total note's going to be, the total interest is going to be, and everything that you that uh, that will work. Hell, good morning, Bubba. I hope you're feeling better. And so you put all that together, and you're prepared. Now start talking to people, talk to the mechanic, talk to everybody about the type of car you're going to buy, and understand exactly what the problems are, what the mileage, what will it go. I had people call me this week and say, we're looking at this type of car. It's how much life is left in it. I said, you've got 100,000 miles at least left in this in this life, in this vehicle. So you can use that one. Uh, 
and and buy it, and you're buying it at the right price. I told them you're buying it at the right price. You're buying it almost wholesale. And so with buying it at the right price, hello, Connie and, and Jason, uh, you're buying it at the right price so you can take it and use it. Now, I've got some other people that had a car that called me, and they said, hey, you know, I've spent a lot of money. In fact, they brought it by. The lady brought it by. It's a 97,000-mile, 97 van. Well, the here we go again. The new car dealers are putting a hardship on her, telling her this car's about to fall apart. It's about, that car wasn't. It was still in great shape. I said, make payments to yourself. This car's you can drive it for another two years. She don't put that many. A ninety, I know it's a ninety-eight with ninety-seven thousand miles. She's been driving it twenty years and barely hit a hundred thousand miles. So she drives three to five thousand miles a year. She can drive it two years. Make payments to yourself self instead of a new car dealer. And so she had a financial advisor there, and his eyes got open, and he, he said, this guy's telling you the truth. That's what I would do, too. Keep this car. Keep driving it. Maybe you need to spend a little money, but watch out and get second opinions. New Brownsville Herald, February 4th, last year, had an article from this lady, and she said, I took my car to the new car dealer where I bought it 18 years ago. And I, she said, I felt something a little funny in my front end, and I had them check it. And they told me it was 4700 to fix it. They put fear in her eye. They told her it's unsafe to drive. They put fear in her heart. They, they had her all shook up, unsafe to drive. And then she thought, you know, I drove it here and didn't have a problem, and it's not far back home. So on the way home, she saw an independent garage. She pulls in there. They study the car, look at it real hard. Said 375 will fix the car. Will it be safe? Yes, it'll be safe. It'll be fixed. So she spent 375 instead of 4700. Dealerships are made to put fear in your eyes to trade to get rid of your car. And can you imagine spending 4700 on the front end? But the lady's 88 years old, and it's a lady. And dealerships love taking advantage of anybody they can. So get it get it all lined up, find out what kind of car you're going to buy, find out what the market is. Hey, you know, I've got people call me all the time saying, what's this car worth? I tell them what it's worth wholesale and what it's worth retail. We want dealers to make money. We just don't want you to get ripped off. So follow that system. Get your credit score. Clean it up. Talk to the bank. Talk to mechanics. Know if you have a trade-in, what it's worth, what you're going to do with it. So, you know, hello, Chuck. And so... We, hello, Greg's and God, he's watching from Michigan. Hey, tell your friends all over the state, and if you're from out of state, uh, text me, know, let me know where you're coming from. Hello, Matthew. So, I mean, there, this is a this is a cutthroat business. It's, it's a tremendous amount of money it takes to be in the business, tremendous amount of money that they want to make. Hey, these billionaires uh, that own these dealerships, I guarantee you, they want to be... They can't never get enough. I mean, Warren Buffett owns 100 dealerships and wants to buy 100 more. When's enough? How much money does he need to make? How can he spend all that money? But he's got an inside key. I had a new car dealer ask me, said, what, what in the world does Warren Buffett want to own 100 dealerships for? He listens to my show. I said, well, let's put it this way. He makes a lot of money on the insurance, extended warranties, gap, all kinds of extras on it, and he pays very little commission. His companies charge all this money, and they've got to sell it, so all his dealerships are selling what he owns. He makes an unbelievable amount of money. He don't care if the dealership makes a whole lot because his other companies are growing and getting better and better. So if he owns four or 500 dealerships, just think what his increase is going to be on the insurance, extended warranties, gap, uh, Crazy stuff like, you know, we're going to put protection on your seats at 500 and something dollars for a $10. Can. We're going to give you sealants at $800 and it's wax. They wax them all. So th- that's, the, that's the name of the game. When money's your God, you never have enough of it. Any other questions, Carlos? Yes, sir. The other question I, I want to ask you is, uh, we we went and start going again with other group of friends to want to try to buy a car. They tell us to wait for the cars they go to using right now for the golf tournaments or fiesta. It's good to buy that brand new car. Some already they use it, or how we have to to take that. 
Well, I mean, you know, a good deal starts with a good car, number one. And Fiesta going on, it don't matter. Golf tournament going on, it don't matter. They still got overhead. They still got to make money. And I got news for you. They'll still get the rear end chewed out if you walked outside the dealership and didn't buy. I mean, the life goes on. I don't care what's going on with Fiesta. I don't care. Now, lots of people's their thinking gets lower. But, I mean, we're talking about, what is a million four around here? A million four in people? And, and so... Uh, when you're talking about a million four, and how many people go to Fiesta? A hundred thousand. So we're talking about a small percentage going to Fiesta. And I mean, how much money can you spend down there? Fifty or a hundred dollars? I mean, they use that for excuse. They use that to promote. They use reason. They use that for not selling. You know, they tell the boss, "All oh, Fiesta's going on, we don't sell." But I mean, you know, poor excuses is just another lie. That's all. And I mean that's and, and and we use poor excuses for ourselves to in, in to help us buy. I mean I need a new car. Why? Because that one's dirty. Oh, my neighbor down the street's got one. We look for poor excuses, which is a lie to ourselves and God. That you know this is a reason I want to trade. You know I used to have a little old man that when the title came back, it used to take sixty days to get a title back from Texas. This I'm talking about thirty, forty years ago, and and when his title gone back, I guarantee you, you can count another thirty days, and he started ready to trade. People make up reasons to trade. They got poor excuses to trade, and we want to take care of them. We want them to come back. We want to work with them. We want to make money. You know, I mean, and and the small dealerships that are good and honest dealerships are are. You know, which is few, very few of them, but they treat people right, and they want them to come back. I've done, I do business with guys and families that I'm selling grandkids to. I'm, I've got dealerships that I've done business with for 40 years. Uh, I mean, at one time, I had the only five-star rating on OVE because we'd sold 300 cars, over 300 cars on OVE to other dealerships, and they never got one back. And, you know, the the auction didn't have to take them back. And so, you know, you've got to focus on a good deal, but starts with a good car, and that starts with doing your homework. Not letting a dealership sell you something that they want to sell you, knowing what you need to buy, knowing where you stand with your credit, knowing where you stand with your car, and making a good deal, and getting a good relationship with a guy that's not phony. I mean, you know... Hey, I'm the nicest guy in the world if I'm selling you something. You know, we're all that way. You know, if I'm getting your money, I'm in love with you, Bubba. But, you know, there's there's sometimes there's there's a distance. There's a difference in between what you're making. Can you live on – with low overhead, you can live on shorter profits. And some of these new car dealerships, their pack is two twenty five hundred, so the salesman don't get paid until the – the automobile makes past that. And now with the Internet, you shop prices. You can shop the world in five minutes. But get talk to people that have done business with them and not had a problem or this, that. Now, as you, as you had those people two weeks ago that, you know, got ripped off, got a total lost car, they paid more than a new, new car was. They paid 24000 for a car you can buy for 17000 and so you see all of that. Hello, Jim and, and Joe. And uh, so, you know, you see that. But they've, you've got to do your homework. You've got to do your research. You've got to research the dealer. You've got to understand what kind of business they're doing, what kind of car they're handling. You, you know, you've got to put an effort in this deal. I mean, you know, just like those people, they're in a trap on those people that you were talking to. We were on the phone, and they were involved in the conversation, too. And they're, and they're trapped. They're trapped, and it, this is a stress on them, their family. Their, his wife's pregnant. She's about to have a child. What's the stress on her? And so it, if you not, don't do your homework, you know, you're loved to have a train wreck. To buy these kind of cars after the golf tournaments, after the, the fiesta, these cars they use for the parade of the, of the people they play golf. Is nothing wrong that we, we save money when you put it. Not enough to tell nobody, no. No, 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 not enough. And we have the 
we have the rodeo cars and trucks and this, that, and the other. Exactly. But if exactly. you'll do your homework and find out, you're not saving any money. Now, if it was a perfect unit and you could save a thousand, yes. But most of the time, you know, they promote those cars so. Service in Austin, San Antonio has issued a tornado warning for Eastern Medina County, Northwestern Bear County, until 9.45 a.m. Central Daylight Time. Factory? Does it drive itself on the truck? Does it drive itself off the truck? You know, I busted his bubble a little bit, but who knows, you know? And I told him, I said, here, you bought this thing. I could have beat that price here. You went down there, made a fool of yourself, and you paid a lot of money for this. Vet. I get one delivered to you. This boy's in Amarillo. I could have got one delivered to him in Amarillo, cheaper than what he bought. But, oh, no, he's the pride of picking it out, the pride of ordering it, the pride of doing this, that, and the other. Pride will cost you money. You know, that's the first thing I tell anybody that goes to work for me. Pride will cost you money. It'll cost you relationships. It'll cost you heartache. It'll mess up your mind. And just like our president right now, Trump, people with pride has got him in their heads. They hate him, and now he's controlling their mind. Because pride, I want my way. I want things my way. Well, the same way we buy cars that way. I want the best. I want my color. I want everybody to see me. I talk about the guy that gets out at church, and I've watched him because I go, I'm coming out when he's coming in. He got his hand, his, he gets out of his Maserati, and he wants to look around and see if anybody's seeing him. Hey, I'm driving a Maserati. Yeah, I hate to make the payments on it, and I hate fixing that little darling because let me tell you something. When you pull that darling in the shop, whoo, you think a dentist or a heart surgeon's high. They 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 break right up there with them, and I and what do you do? You gonna leave it in there? You gonna leave it broke? You gotta fix it. Friend of mine bought a Ferrari. I told you about it. First time he took it in, it was only ten thousand dollars to service it. Oh, wasn't that a winner? Yeah, and if he serves it about <laughs> twenty times, he's gonna spend two hundred thousand on it. I mean, you know. But he he hates losing money. He owes me money and he won't pay me right now. He hates losing money. He hates doing this, that, and the other. And he's got a $200,000, $240,000 Ferrari and a brand-new Corvette. Where, where's his conscience gone? I, I had, I had a, a salesman, a guy that we were trying to do business with, and he's a preacher. And he, we can't get a straight story out of him. We buy trying to buy trucks from him. We can't get a straight story out of him. And so I told my son yesterday, I said, hey, ask him. Does lying, does he have a switch for lying? He only lies during the week, not when he goes to church and when he preaches. Does he have a lie uh, conscience? Does he have a switch on his conscience? You know, some people have a switch on their conscience in lying. It's all right to lie during the week, but just not on Sunday. Well, you don't see nobody except the people in church. Hallelujah, praise God, and then they want to put you together on a vehicle. Hey, there's lots of car salesmen that go to church for one reason, to sell, sell, sell. And, hey, let me tell you something. Christians are easy. If they see you in church every week, oh, man, they're ready to just give up. I had a lady uh, last week. The church said we need to help this lady get a, a car. She's wanting to spend 20000 on a used car when we got her a new one for twenty, and she talked to another dealership. That same car was 25000 I didn't make a dime. Not a dime. But she needed a help. She's 82 years old. She don't need to get ripped off. And what she was trying to do and what she wanted, a new one fit her, and I got her at the right, delivered to her door. I mean, from Austin, Texas, a brand-new Ford delivered her door cheaper than anybody else around. I can get a new Ford Chevrolet, Dodge, Jeep, um, just all kinds of brand-new cars delivered to your door. You don't have to fight the F&I people. And and you don't you get the best price and it, the comfort of not even leaving your home. Well, Carlos, thank you for calling. You always come up with thank a great you, question. Mr. Keep thank keep you, the Mr. good Mr. work. You're out there helping people. You're trying to educate people. You're trying to be their mentor. And I appreciate you as a listener. I appreciate what you're trying thank to you, do Mr. the community. You're doing what I'm trying to do, and in a different way. God bless you, Carlos. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Thank you God bless everybody. Facebook. I'm gonna be off for just a minute or two. 
and then uh, we'll be back. We've got commercial break. We'll be right back. God bless you. Hey, get people to go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams, or uh, go to 630 a.m., kslr.com. Listen by your radio or your computer. God bless you, San Antonio. I hope you're learning something. I hope they make a difference in your life. Thank you very much. Thanks to you, San Antonio and South Texas, 2017 was another successful year at North Park Toyota of San Antonio. Hi, this is Merle Gothard, General Manager of North Park Toyota of San Antonio, and you too can take advantage of our better bottom line posted pricing on over 750 available new and pre-owned Toyotas. We research the market, and then we post our lowest price on every car, truck, and SUV every day. Then we back that price with sales and service excellence from the only dealer in Texas to earn Toyota's President's Award nine years in a row. No games, no gimmicks, just our better bottom line posted price. And remember, we don't mark them up just to mark them down. Our market-based posted pricing, the financing you deserve, and full market value for your trade-in, and our attention to customers' needs have made North Park Toyota a dealer that delivers. Come see how we deliver the North Park way at North Park Toyota of San Antonio, I-35 South Exit 144 Fisher Road, and 24 hours a day at NorthParkToyota.com. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Now back to Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM630 KSLR. Hello again, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great day. Um, I hope you're learning something. I hope you keep uh, open minded and understanding that this world has changed. And we're seeing it in all kinds of parts of the. I mean, we've got a communist mayor. Uh, and and uh, if you don't believe that, well, look at George Soros's uh, policies and look at that. I wonder where he got all that money to get elected. Must have been Soros. Soros is involved in San Antonio big time, and his policies are involved with our city council. So just look that up. And if you read and you learn, you'll understand. That uh, hello, Mike Tolly, uh, Juan. You'll le- read and understand that our mayor is following following George Soros's policies. So uh, you don't think it hasn't changed? Our our town has changed, money has changed, uh, business has changed, uh, just everything. So you've got to know who you're dealing with. You've got to understand, you know, what kind of relationship you've got. And the smaller dealerships trying to trying to do it. Hello, Juan trying to do it the right way, and they do it the right way. Their overhead, look at the overhead. The big overhead, they got to sell more cars. They advertise more. They spend a tremendous amount of money. The guy that's on another radio show here, he stated that he buys cars, but he spends 500000 This was his his statement, 500000 a month in radio. Now, how do you overcome 500000 a month in radio buying and selling cars? There's got to be a profit margin there somehow, some way. You know, I spend I spend about 5000 a month. Uh, well, you know, I can buy cars to overcome that. That's And, I mean, that's I've even spent less than that some months. And so what what e- – what you're doing, how you're walking through, how you're understanding. But we need an even playing field. And that's why I've got uh, Rox Crovert that I, I help and, and I do a lot of stuff. We've sold a lot of Fords lately, lots of Fords. Why? It's because they'll treat a customer right and handle it exactly the way it, They want you to be educated. They want an even playing field. They want you to understand what's going on. Yes, they need to make money. These dealerships, if they don't make money, they can't keep the door open. We just don't want them to make, you know, 50% on you. And there's some dealerships that try to make 50% on you. And we don't want you to to make them to make tremendous amount. We want a fair profit. You know, it's amazing that, you know, for 6%, we real estate people sell $300,000 worth of property and make 6%. Well, we want dealers to make a small percentage, not the great big percentage. And that's what I'm trying to under, to teach you, to shop, get the best deal, 
understand, write it all down, but make it fit your budget. Business is slow right now. And I've had so many dealers, so many uh, people ask me, what's the deal? I said, I think we're at that tipping point. The tipping point is we've got cars so high and wages don't match it and people can't afford it and the loss is so huge. You buy a new truck, you drive it off showroom floor, you're liable to lose ten grand. You buy a new diesel, you're going to take a big hit. I mean, it's it's all of it is, is that way. Hey, if there's any, we're on Facebook Live, Randy Adams. If you've got any questions, I'll be glad to try to answer them. I can read them off of Facebook. Uh, our open lines here two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. That's two ten three four zero. 9585, get your pen and paper. I'll give you my mobile a little later in the show. That way you can have it and give me a call. I get lots of calls. Right now, 95% of my business is answering questions, trying to help people. And most of them, they call me, I'm sorry, but they're buried. They're, there's 10, 15,000. Why? Because you keep carrying that loss on. You know, I'm buried in this trade, so I'm going to go get me a new one and be double buried. Triple buried. You know, these guys that advertise on the radio that, oh, if you hate your car, you hate your payment, you hate all that, come on in. We're going to take care of you. They're going to take care of you, Bubba. You're going to be worse off than you were. You're going to drive a new car. You're going to think everything's going to be fine for a year or two. But let me tell you something. Make decisions today. It'll pay off tomorrow because when you do that, that payoff is going to be for the next seven, eight years at the limit what you can handle on your money. You ever get to the end of the month and no money left? Or you ever get to the end of the month and you can't make your payment? Or is it just, you know, you got to squeeze every bit of it to get make that payment? Is your lifestyle, are you happy with your lifestyle? Are you happy with your purchases decisions? Are you letting your desire, your emotions buy something your back pocket can't pay? That's that's the key. And I mean, you know, in the Bible, it says do unto others as you would have done unto you. That don't work in the car business because they want to get what they can get. And when they go buy something, I want to talk to the owner. I want the best price. I want the free warranty. I want it delivered to my house. I want it to be guaranteed forever. I want this. I want that. That's the way they play the game. See, that's what people don't understand. They they don't understand that the salesmen know how to do it. I had a Trinity professor at one time said, Randy, I'd like to hire you to be a professor at Trinity. I said, what in the world would you do with me? He said, well, I think you need to tell people and and explain selling. You're such a good salesperson. I said, well, you want me to teach kids or what? what would I do? He said, explain selling, explaining purchasing, how people buy, how people sell, what reactions they have, how the emotions. And this was 30 years ago. Now, look what has changed in the last 30 years. Look at the advertising change. Look at everything. Look at everybody's emotions. And look at what television and radio has done. Everybody's got a new car but me. I feel left out. I don't. And the people I talk to, after I make talk to them and they got a little common sense, they understand. It's just a means of getting from point A to B. You've heard that all your life. And that's what it is. It's just transportation. But if you let your emotions and your desires, you know, and if you let, you know, you let your desire be discontent in what you own, and you you try to raise your self-esteem by, you know, attacking somebody else or buying something that will raise your self-esteem. And don't use part of God's Word to support what you want. You know, God wants us, you know, be rich. Well, if we're buying new cars every year, we're not going to be rich, you know. Rather than allowing it to entirely to shape what you want. Yeah, what are you, how do you shape it? What makes you content? How happy are you with what you do, your decisions you make? You know, I pray every day, Lord, let the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. Are we doing things with our money that's not pleasing to him? We've got to understand, you know, that he's blessing us and he wants to bless us. But blessing sometimes not driving an $80,000 truck. It really is. You don't have to have an $80,000 truck, you know. And thank you, Stephen. And so... 
you know, when, but when does position in your life become more important than mission? Think about that. God may want you to work through in your position that you're in right now. He may want you to work through that loss, work through there, and understand. But, you know, when is position more important than your mission? What is your mission in life? Do you want a great lifestyle? Do you want to be happy? Do you want relationships to be good? Take pride out of it, number one. Take jealousy out of it. Take the, you know, hey, I, and I, I, I can talk about this. I can talk about pride. I can talk about jealousy. I can talk, because let me tell you something. Those were my gods at one time until Jesus Christ came into my life 25 years ago and changed my heart. I mean, Acts 2, uh, 38. When the word penetrates your heart, when he came into my heart, he changed my I, I, my conscience got got ten times stronger. I had a conscience all my life, but man, I had on and off switch, just like I talk about car. De- you know, it'd be tough being a car salesman today because you've got authority above you telling you you've got to do this, you've got to do this, you've got to do this, and and your conscience are telling you, man, that's not right. You know, I've got to take care of my brothers. I've got to tell them the truth. I know that they're going to be buried. I know that they're not going to be able to do anything for the next seven, eight, ten years. They're looking at ten-year payments right now. How'd you like to have ten-year payment on a vehicle? You know, you used to pray. We used to pray that the car will be worth something after three, four, five years. Then we prayed that it won't cost us much money. And now we're going to pray. Well, we hope it's running at the end of the payments. Make that last payment. It's still running. We're going to throw a party. That's what probably is going to happen. I mean, we're stretching out. And I'm going to tell you, quality of cars are not as good as they used to be. I'm telling you, I can, if you want to call me on my mobile, let me give you the number, 830-708-4789. That's 830-708. Four seven eight nine. Quality cars are not as good as they used to be. I mean, Ford's not even going to build cars, but a, a Mustang now because the quality's not there. They can't. They can't make enough money. Now, let me explain something that I don't understand. How can they build a a Focus and with a man hours and it still has an engine, transmission, interior, all the other stuff, and build a Expedition? Now the Focus they sell for you know thirty thousand twenty five thirty thousand, the Expedition they sell for sixty thousand, and a diesel truck they sell for eighty thousand. Now how come there's fifty thousand dollars spread? How much is that as profit to the manufacturer? And let me tell you something about these manufacturers: they could care less about a, a dealer. You remember when they shut a bunch of them down? They're out to sell the most, be the best, be the biggest, and make their shareholders think that they're they're taking care of them. And they show these big billion-dollar profits. You think they're making, you know, why are they cutting the cars out in Ford? Because they're not making as much money. They can sell you and make more money on sport utilities and trucks. It's all money. They could care less about the public. They could care less about the customer. They could care less. You know what they don't want? They don't want the dealers making too much money where you can't buy as often. They want you to buy every three years. They don't want you to go past five, six years to buy a new vehicle. They want to sell more. And they tell each other, you know, this manufacturer's selling too much. He needs to cut back. But we don't. We won't sell more. You know, because we're the best, you know. That's selfishness. They they want to be that way. And and that's part of capitalism, and I love capitalism, and that's what's made this country great, even though we got all these socialists. Hey, I was a Democrat, and it, the Democrat Party left me, and it went to socialists, now it's going to communists. And so they have left us behind. They could care less about us. Capitalism makes this country go, makes it successful, makes it things happen. And but not socialism. Who's going to pay the bills? The government? They're going to print money? We're going to be like Venezuela's money's not going to be worth nothing? Hey, look how great they're doing. Yeah, uh-huh. So, but, you know, what is your mission in life? How How happy do you want to be? How content do you want to be? I mean, you know, we want a great lifestyle. We want to be comfortable. But are you comfortable with those payments? Is there no money left at the end of the month and you're happy about it? 
you know, the lust of the eye, and that's in the Bible, the lust of the eye, it's, we makes, it makes us to think that we got to have it. Hello, Dick, and Jerry's back in hand. Uh, we, I deserve it. I want it. Desire, the desire in our mind. It's all in our mind. Desire in our mind flames the, it just fuels the flame of fire. And it, it gets worse and worse. And the longer we don't have something that we, we're we not content with what we have, the more that we have discontent, the more we want to have something, that fire gets to a rage and then we can't even think straight. We're going to do whatever it takes to own the vehicle. I don't care what it takes. And that's when Foursquare kicks in. I've talked a little bit about Foursquare. I'm talking about it at 3.30 on another channel this afternoon. You know, Foursquare. But when your desire is a full raging fire, you're going to, oh, I, you know, you want a $600 a month payment? You know in your heart, you know your conscience is telling you, no, we can't afford a $600 payment. But your desire is so big, so hard, so strong, I'm going to take that $600 a month payment. You know, the payment's not too high. It just comes too often. And now I'm going to tell you something. Lots of times they're pushing it to six, seven, eight years. Do you want to live with something that long that man makes? Because and let me tell you, I guarantee you, what man makes breaks. And there's the two kinds of cars, a Ford and can't afford. Which one you got? Which one do you want? Which one are you going to lose? Now, the economy's up a little bit, so there's less repos floating around. People are feeling better. And that's amazing. But, you know, to me, you know, what can you afford? What What is your mission in life? Are you there to serve people, love people, care about people? Or do you care about yourself and nothing else? You know, I used to think this world revolved around me, but it didn't. I used to think I was the only thing that mattered in this world. I'm gone tomorrow. It keeps going. It doesn't matter. But the legacy that we live, leave, the, the, the people that we've helped, the giving back, the serving, you know, serving people love people. Serving people are happy, and they enjoy helping you know, but when we got ourselves first, thinking first, and when you're thinking first when you walk into that dealership, hey, we, as salespeople, we love it. Yeah, because your, your emotions, your desire, your pride, you're, we, we can sell you. Yeah, let me show you something else. I got a better deal for you. You want this car? No, I've got a better deal for you. And you know what? We believe them. Yeah, we're so gullible, naive. We believe them. We believe anything because they're helping us. They're helping us to put out that fire. Hey, yeah, that fire. How long is that fire out? Is it still a little burning a little bit and then it explodes again? That little fire that you you think, oh, man, I've got to have this car. And and you think that it's healing you and it's helping you and, and it's going to be, you know, put joy in your life. And they don't bring no joy. You know, and... It, I, I talked to, about a guy here a couple of months ago. He gets in this brand-new truck, and it's the best color, and I'm, he's never seen this color again. And he pulls up first stoplight, and there's across the street there's one exactly like it. He thought he had the only one. He'd never seen But see, when we own something, we we recognize it. We accept it. We see it. and And we look for it. And he'd never looked. The salesman sold him on that color. And I, I asked him, I said, who sold you on that color? Well, the salesman did. He said, I said, was, was there any other on the lot? No, there wasn't another on the lot. I said, they had him parked in the back, probably, you know. So anyway, he gets his car. And he told me, he said, you know what? Every, in the last couple of months, I've seen a bunch of them that color. That wasn't the only one. He said, I, I just never thought about it, never recognized it, never saw it. But, yeah, see, our minds play tricks on us. But the heart is true. How, how big is your heart in your life? Is your heart small because of your mind is controlling your heart? Or is your, your soul controlling your heart? You know, I've explained many a time the changes in my life. I'm such a blessed man. What we're talking about right now, you're relating. You're absorbing in your mind. My mind feels like 20, but my body, there's lots of days it feels like 70. So my body's 70. Now, when the preacher tells you you're going to live forever, 
How do you believe that? What do you understand of that? And it's hard to believe because our bodies deteriorate and they get aches and pains and issues, you know. But really, it's our mind. Our mind is what's going to live forever. I know 18 near-death experienced people, two of them went to hell, 16 went to heaven, and that opened my eyes. That opened my mind to realize when a preacher says you're going to live forever, you are with your spirit. Your spirit is right up in here and your soul. And I mean, right now, if we stuck a, a match under your arm, you'd feel that heat, that burning. Do you want to live that way or do you want to live with peace and joy? And, and you know, you're talking about, I'm talking about a mission, but why would God put us on this earth for a short time and, and not let us see what's going to happen in the future? He gives us that opportunity. He gives us that free will to make choices. He gives you free will to, to do whatever you want on earth. But the problem is, how do you pay for the consequences? Hey, if you pay too much for a car and you buy what you can't afford— you're going to scramble at the end of the month. You're going to tear your budget up. You're going to have a relationship with your wife. We don't have the money to do that. Well, you shouldn't have bought that truck. You shouldn't have bought that car. You ever heard that before? Oh, man, we don't have any money left at the end of the month? Well, what have you been buying lately? Well, you know, you told me to buy that truck. I'm just trying to be nice. I thought maybe you'd get a second time, a second part-time job. <laughs> I don't know. You know. She knows... You know, but do you know your budget? What kind of relationship do you have with your budget? Believe it or not, you need a relationship with your budget. You need to understand what's coming in and what's going out. And if you let your emotions spend the money and back pocket national can't pay for it, whose fault is it? My dad used to say, son, it's your own darn fault. You know, I used to get myself in some traps. Why? Because I had pride, greed, and the Joneses tried to keep up with me. Are you in that same situation? Or is that what you're doing in your life? Is the lust of the eye? I deserve it. I want it. I think I'm going to love it forever. And two years later, you hate it. Oh, do you hate your payment? Remember that? Hey, you know, and they're in nothing. Zero. Hello, Butch. Hope you're feeling better than Karen. I, there's nothing free in the car business. Zero. I guarantee you nothing free in the car business. Why? Because, it, hello, Haywood, it costs so much money to be in the car business. There ain't nothing free there. So you think these dealerships are going to give you? I had a friend of mine he went into a dealership, and he come back, and he told me, he said, Randy, they gave me 2000 more for my truck than you offered. I said, okay, good. I'm glad to hear that. I said, but what would you pay for their car, their truck? He told me. I said, well, I could have saved you 4000 so that was 2000 too much. I said, what was your interest rate? He said, I don't know. I said, you didn't look at your contract? I said, how many months is it? He said, I think it's 60. I said, you, didn't, you don't know what it is for sure? I said, uh, did you pay any add-ons? He said, uh, what's that? I said, did you, did you uh, have to pay dealer prep? What's that? I said, did you look at your contract at all? I said, did you get blind because they gave 2000 too much for your truck? He said, well, I, I beat him there. I said, go get your contract. Let's take a look. He paid 4000 too much for a new truck, number one. His interest rate should have been 3 4%. It was 15 Uh He thought he was paying 60 months at 72 months. Uh, it, it was a train wreck. He made a bad decision. But see, they sold him on what he wanted. They gave him what he wanted. And that's why I tell you, start with price, find out what your trade's worth, get your credit lined up, know how many monthly payments should be, take take your phone out and add up the payments, add up the number of payments, and see what you're paying for that car. I had here six months ago, I told you about a guy that told us he got 3% interest rate and he paid this for the car, but when you added all that up, there was 15000 in between there that he didn't account for. And that's because they sold him they were going to give him an interest rate that he didn't look at on his contract. When you sign that contract, Bubba, you're signed up. Now, they're talking about some of these dealerships that will give you some extra time. The good ones will. The bad ones won't. They'll give you less extra time. Now, convenience will cost you money. We've got all these independent, big-time used car 
operations that overheads as high as everybody else or even more than a new car dealer. And what happens? They're convenience and you got seven days to give it back and this, that, and the other. But I'm, people don't look at the price and don't look what they're doing, and they pay tremendous amount of money for these vehicles for convenience. They want it simplified. They want it convenient. And they, and they get ripped off big time. You want convenience, it's going to cost you money. You're not going to get your way in the car business. I'm sorry. It's a huge cost to you, your budget, and that's the way business is, and that's the way convenience is. And you want convenience to travel freedom? Yes. But you want convenience somebody to bring you a car, leave it there seven days, let you make a decision? That's going to cost you money and a bunch of money because these independent used car dealerships are overhead as high as the new car dealers. And they're not in this for grins and give you a great deal and lose money. They're in to make money. We make money on everything, and that's the key to stay in business. And so does HEB makes money on everything, unless it gets too old and they got to get rid of it, and then they just get their money back. Well, dealerships are similar that way, too. So I want you to understand Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. The problem is we don't have a place to get learning for the car business. We need that, and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be there for you. I'm trying to let you understand what's going on. Good morning, Garden and Tiffany. Y'all come in a little late. And I, I hope you, you learn something from that. I want to be your mentor. I want to be your friend. 830-708-4789. I got free information. Sometimes that's what it's worth. Sometimes I can't make the change. I can't help you. God bless you. Forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are unforgiveness to mother, father, or spouse. Forgive everybody. God bless you. Love everybody. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.